0: It's day two of uh, Wimbledon, and this is tournament in a tea break. It's quite late again um, after the end of the first round. You're listening to Roz Sattar from BritWatch Sports
1: and Chris Sato from Tennis Now.
0: Hurrah! Uh, so, um, not quite as chaotic as uh, as yesterday, but it did have its moments, I think. Um, so, let, where shall we start? Let's let's look at. The quarter of death. I've got a deep enough voice. Do a, do a, the quarter of death. Roar. Well, no, we'll just say the quarter of death okay. in in okay. in that kind of the quarter.
1: The quarter of death.
0: that's actually pretty good (laughs) (laughs) that's actually quite scary and I'm a little bit worried now Mm. but anyway the quarter of death this is of course the quarter that has number one Ashley Barty uh, Garbina Muguruza but not for long uh, Donna Vekic but not for long um, and Serena Williams Belinda Bencic Julia Gerges and also the defending champion Angelique Kerber so Angelique Kerber started off play today. And I have to say, every time I looked at her, she looked a little bit stressed, actually. Um, she just looked like um, everything was like too much of a hassle. And even when she went up a break ahead, she looked like the world was coming in. She she looked like the ten, tennis equivalent of chicken licking, hmm. with the world falling, you know, the sky falling in. Um, but she did win. Uh, she did admit, impressed, that she had a lot of nerves. Um, you know, felt like it kind of, you know all the, that mix that you have of the good emotions and like the nerves of oh my god, how embarrassing would it be if I go out in the first round uh, okay. but, you know, she did her thing um, and she sort of got got the win and that's really all you can say at this point, really yeah. after one, you know
1: got the match under her belt, yeah. feeling the pressure, that was the first thing she talked about in press yeah. you know she's she's good on the surface she's good at Wimbledon she's 31 and 10 here lifetime It's not like last year with some kind of like surprise that she just like showed people that she could be good at Wimbledon on the grass She always is and yeah. we expect her to do more of the same this year. yeah, it's going to be a factor.
0: I think so I think so. And, and I think the fact that she actually survived the first round in what is shaping up to be a horrible quarter uh, was quite good. Ashley Barty also um came through quite well. Um at the moment now I think she's 13 wins.
1: 13 straight the 13 top seed straight. rolls drops six games makes yeah. it look easy.
0: Yeah. Uh, also in that um, little, little quarter of death, though, I just want to give a shout out to young Harriet Dart, who went down a set, um, looked a bit distressed, had the Duchess of Cambridge watching her for the set that she lost. Yeah. And then the Duchess of Cambridge wandered off and then suddenly Dart started to play super well. So um, a good win for her. Her first match win here. Um, she should, you know give her a little bit of confidence. Mm. Um, a little sad word for Donna Vekic, who, you know, grass is her thing, and she's just done abysmally on grass this year. Well, I say abysmally. She obviously reached the Nottingham final, lost it to did. Garcia, yeah. cried on Annabelle Croft's shoulder, and then since then it's just been a bit of a disaster for her. Uh, but Barty came through, Kerber came through. One person that didn't come through, though, was former champion uh, Garbina Muguruza.
1: Yeah, just flat today.
0: Yeah, she really was. She went down to Beatrice, um, Had Uh and she yeah, you're right. She looked flat. She looked listless. Um I don't think any Brits were well, I don't think anybody English speaking was in her press. I think it went straight to Spanish. I'm not sure whether we've got a translation. Mm-hmm. It yeah. doesn't look like it. Um I quickly tu- I quickly tuned in to see. Uh and yeah, it was it was straight to Spanish. Um, yeah,
1: unfortunately, it didn't catch a lot of it. It's just like one and done for Garbinia at Wimbledon. It just doesn't make sense. What's, you know, yeah. she showed a few signs of life at Roland Garros and, yeah. and and ran out of steam there against Stevens, and that was really, you know, good effort. It, Stevens can be, we well, you know how tough Stevens can be on the clay and on on Chatrier, but here this is really disappointing, and you got to yeah. start taking stock at some point. This has been. A year without really a, a special memory for Garbini at the, at the slams. And she's usually good for one of those in mm. a season. Is it going to happen in New York? What's going on with this two-time Well, she's two time particularly in New champ. York either, though, has no, she? No, no, not at all. So, okay, a little bit to worry about in her camp. You know, I wanted to say one thing about Vekic, who you mentioned earlier. Yep. Th- uh, she lost to Allison Risk on court number one. They closed the roof I there know. for the first time at 5-5 five, five in the, roof, the third set. The roof
0: is closing <laughs> yeah very cool
1: very cool to see crowd was into it and big win for allison risk who as we all know that was a match we were looking forward to and thought maybe was kind of an unfortunate first mm. rounder and it turned out to be
0: unfortunate for Vekic. serena williams let's quickly talk about serena before we move on to some of the men uh she won pretty handily i think um well she certainly took the first set pretty handily uh uh julia Gatto monticone yeah um came back a little bit at her. I think she admitted that she felt a little bit rusty. Of course, the good news is that she's going to be playing mixed doubles with Andy Murray... Uh, great news for, it's for great. fans that's for sure um, but also I think it's because she said I need matches and that to me is a good sign so her knees back to normal she knows that if she wants to make a serious tilt at the final she needs to get more grass under her feet yeah. she didn't play a warm up she never does play a warm up to be fair but she didn't play a warm up and she hasn't played since Yes, yeah, since, since, since
1: Sofia Kenyon took her out so yep. decisively but I guess the, the theme here is what, what we're continuing with, which is that they talked a lot about the fact that she got the medical attention in Paris after Roland Garros and said the knee is a lot better, if not completely mm. better. And now the fact that she's willing to play mixed and play potentially five extra matches means the, the shoulder's good, the body's good, mm. the knee's good, the confidence is there. She wants matches. Yeah. Um, it's a good sign, I think, if you're a Serena Williams fan.
0: Yep, I think so. Uh, and just a quick word before we move on to the men on the comeback of Petra Govitova at the yes. bottom of that half. You know, she hasn't played again since, well, since um, Rome, I think, was her yeah. last, um, with this uh, tear in her forehead or tear, as she says, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's not, she's basically not hitting at all on the day off and then... You know, maybe practicing on the day of the match, and I, I think if this works, I can see her adopting this for for the future. Yeah, but, she's um, so laid back. She loves, she loves, she yeah. loves to take it easy. But right? it was a good, it was a good win. And Jaber rolled her ankle in Eastbourne, um, but you know she can come up with crazy angles, as can Kvitova. To be fair, I mean they they both tend to find these crazy sort of shots. Um, from around the court, so this shaped up to be looking like a good match. Again, Kvitova dropped just six games. Yeah. Um, what's,
1: what's your take on Petra? From we were both in there in the press conference with her. You got any other takeaways from her? I I thought it was, uh,
0: you know,
1: good. All things are looking pretty good for her.
0: Yeah, I think um I think, I think she's going to see how the arm pulls up uh you know because obviously i mean she alluded to it uh, in her answer to me about you know the differences obviously when you start to play matches um that's that's where the the real adaptation will come but uh but it it's encouraging that she won so comfortably against what could have been a very tricky player mm-hmm. and
1: she seems very relaxed not really stressed out about it we've seen her stressed at Wimbledon mm-hmm. before of course two time champ a lot of expectations expects a lot from herself here but right now i think she just wants to be healthy and just play free and i think you're going to what we're going to see from her is a lot of aggressive tennis she doesn't want to have a long matches she doesn't want to have long points so look for that jaw dropping uh, baseline game yes. to come into full effect
0: let's uh, let's turn our attention to the blokes the blokes well now that was, that actually is fairly interesting roger federer came out against the little known lloyd harris of south africa and dropped the first set yeah, that that, set, that sent my Twitter line into timeline into a bit of a flurry. Yes. Um what happened? What happened to him? I just think
1: a slow start at Wimbledon was the last thing you'd expect from Roger Federer but really I think when I was watching that match early in the second, and uh, Mert was next to me at the desk saying, this is weird, this is crazy, what's going on? And I said, just <laughs> give it a few games. And lo and behold, this, yeah. the, he breezed through the second set and took over the match. And then you look at his stat line, it looked pretty sparkling. So he obviously picked up the pace after losing that first set. Harris had a little difficulties physically. Yeah. yeah, yeah, But yeah, I, I don't know really what to make of Roger Federer losing that first set. It, it was strange for sure.
0: Uh, did he say anything in particular that we, or, you know, we think would be of any interest? Um, I mean, I suppose the man does feel nerves. Said his
1: legs weren't moving, things were not happening. I and mean, hmm. just hey, I mean, sometimes that happens when you're 37. <laughs> I guess surprise, surprise doesn't happen often for Federer. No, no, no.
0: Uh, no. He just
1: said he felt like he was a little slow earlier, you know, off the block. So. I think hey, maybe that's a good little wake up call for him. Yeah. Maybe, you know, expect him to start fast in his next few rounds. Again, he's got a pretty good draw. He can yeah. he can start slow if he wants. It's it's for him it's about the way he's gonna finish in the in the later few rounds.
0: Well, of course I mean, yeah, Nadal got through his match, but really what everybody was looking at was Kyrgios, who took himself to five sets, um, for no apparent reason whatsoever, other than why not? Uh, Gosh,
1: that, everybody was watching that match. Yeah, you know, yeah. isn't it? This guy, say what you will about him, but the whole press room, you look around, every TV has curios on. There are people huddled around, <laughs> huddled around laughing, joking. Our whole There's press something room, going on. Our, with this
0: whole, our whole writing room was chuckling because everybody was watching his press conference, which was <laughs> hilarious. Was and was all you could hear was people with headphones going, <laughs> at various intervals but we we do have Nadal versus Kyrgios in the second round um and
1: they're not going to have beer tonight at the dog no, and fox
0: no yeah um i think that um i think that i suspect that Nadal will win but i think it's going to i think he's going to make Nadal work for it
1: you know i looked up a stat today that, and i was not really surprised by it but i but it struck me Five tiebreakers they've played in their six matches. Kyrgios has won them all. Of course, he won the two in Acapulco this year in that three-set match, which was just off the hook, that match. And he won two in their that 2014 meeting at Wimbledon, mm-hmm. which was an insane match as well. So this, I expect that Kyrios will be able to find his way into breakers the way he served. So it's going to be up to Rafa to come up with the goods and breakers. And so yeah. he hasn't done it yet. So nope. what can he do differently now?
0: Yep uh i i agree i think um I think it makes for an intriguing matchup um and then there was nice little bits of needle from the you know from the thing he was he was he was on good form in his press, actually he wasn't sulky, he managed to pick up uh, a lot of stuff um i mean there was some really there were some really good, <laughs> there were some just really hilarious there was. Like, I
1: mean, I can pick one out. is why do you, you, you've done well against Rafa. Why do you do so well against the top players? It's just me, me bro. bro.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I know. he it was, it was, it was... Just,
1: the way he says things, you know, he's a so, funny guy.
0: So let's have a think about tomorrow. Sure. We're back it's to coming. to the other side of the, uh, the other side of the draw. Um, day three day of the championships three. so Karolina Pliskova gets the uh, top billing in centre court she's sneaking through the draw um, she wasn't you know she she had a comprehensive win in her first round which she doesn't normally do if she does well in Eastbourne so let's see because normally she'll then go out in the second round or something stupid but I think even against Monica Puig I think she should do well
1: she's a player I've got my eyes on I think deep run for her looking like a it should happen
0: oh poor Stan against um, the man mountain that is Riley Apelka. Um but Simona Halep versus Michaela Buzanescu that'll be an interesting one they, have, they haven't played since the ITFs Halep rolled her ankle um, there's something about Halep and grass it's just frustrating um, you know she rolled her ankle in that semi-final in 2014 oh it's just it's just heartbreaking and really
1: Simona is still in chill mode I was surprised to hear her still talking about that this far into the season she still is kind of into this thing where she, in her head she's not she doesn't want to have expectations I mean I don't think it's like she's not playing 100% but she's just like mm. relaxed whatever happens happens. it's fine I don't know if that's really going to pay off for her in terms of Grand Slam results at least it hasn't yet But <laughs> so interesting matchup with He's a pretty yeah. good player
0: yeah uh, Novak faces Dennis Kudler. We've got Kyle Edmund on centre court. We've got Heather Watson opening things on number one court with Annette Contervate, whose season has kind of fallen off a cliff, really. She had that good run in Miami. She had that great run in Stuttgart where she reached the final. And since then, it's been a bit of a mess. That being said, Heather is a confidence player and her confidence is a bit patchy just now. So I expect a three-set roller coaster there. Mm. Um, Kevin Anderson looked good in his... um, in his match, his opening match. And then yeah. of course we've got Cory Goff versus Magdalena Rabarakova. Now that's gonna be an interesting oh, one. Yeah,
1: how can how can Coco Goff back up that massive win against Venus Williams? That yeah, that'll be a great one to watch. You know, tomorrow's interesting there's a lot of matches on not on the big courts. I'm not completely in you know, convinced that I'm gonna keep my eyes on center court and number one yep. so much tomorrow. I'm gonna to drift down to twelve, find Victoria Zarenka mm. and Tomyanovich, find Medvedev and Poprin. Mm. Cool matchup. Shea Sue and Kirsten Flipkins on eighteen. Sonia Kennan and Diana Yastremska oh, on eighteen. So uh, keep your eye all over the courts tomorrow. A lot of good matches.
0: And uh let's just have a quick flick through is Andy on the doubles. This is cause I can see the doubles coming up god I didn't even think that Jonathan Ehrlich was still playing <laughs>
1: doubles get started tomorrow I don't think Murray's on I don't the, think he is ticket.
0: no I don't think he is um, okay so um, we will be back tomorrow will we I think so okay um, I will be on Love Sport Radio if you're listening uh, cool. at uh, 7 till 8 um, and then I will hop foot it back here and wait for you Sounds good. Anxiously. Sounds like a plan. It does. Uh, okay, so uh, that's all from us. You've been listening to Ross Sato. and Chris Otto. Farewell.
1: Farewell.